0: And there we have it. All right folks, uh com. those decibels are coming in a little heavy-handed right there. All right, but we're going to figure this whole thing out. All right, so gonna play some clips off of uh do 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 do. I believe it is Cairo 7 News. Uh oop my bad, King. King Five News. <laughs> We're gonna play some shit off of King Five News in Washington State. I I uh I can say I quite literally grew up with uh Cairo Seven and King Five News. You know, I was a Washington State resident, uh living in Spanaway and in Tacoma and in Parkland and then in Tacoma again and then in Spanaway and then in Parkland again, then in Lakewood, and then off to Florida. And um I like the local coverage so we're going to get into that um some weeks ago we posted about um other places like illinois where they were doing some uh some fun new things with their libraries and it was pretty neat and so um now you can also uh, check this out with seattle but we're going to be playing their news all right and uh that's kind of how i want to produce this one trying to figure out how i'm doing um 2020 wine cellar and this might be a little part of it but before we get to that we got to get to the this fucking guy goes by the name of brian kolb all right now brian kolb is pretty neat because uh brian kolb is uh is out there representing in new york city all right he's a, a new york assembly gop leader and you know what i never got the update i want to um because uh a cis man a cis gay man that does perform in drag all right but a cis gay man nonetheless was also uh running for new york state assembly but i don't know new york politics don't know when the vote is don't know how that's going down but i will um be making a note to taking a look all right but uh so Brian Kolb uh, released a little statement there for folks trying to help out, trying to do good Republican things. And and this was on uh, December 24th. All right. Recently passed. It's January 3rd now, 2020. And uh, Brian Kolb wrote. As we prepare to revel in the upcoming holiday celebrations, it is especially important to remember To do so safely, many of our holiday traditions, especially our New Year's Eve celebrations, involve indulging in spirits. Done safely and in moderation, these can be wonderful holiday experiences. However, tragedy can be only one bad decision away. December is National Drunk and Drugs-Driving Preventions Month and its message is important. Do not operate a vehicle if your ability to do so is impaired. Drunk driving is not only dangerous to the driver, but to the vehicle passengers, bystanders, and other drivers. Please consider the ramifications of impaired driving, especially as we prepare to close out 2019 and welcome in a new decade all right so that's what that cat has coming and that's most of what this is just all saying yo let's handle our business let's not get all fucked up and just get this evening done all right and i think that's dope and that's brian kolb coming out of new york city all right let's uh see what's going on with some of these libraries
1: a new year means a fresh start at the Seattle Public Library, where, as of today, late fees are eliminated. And the new policy already having an impact. It's really into some of these, like, packed full of information. Tara Migliore is talking about her eight-year-old son, Duncan. Duncan's favorite place is the library. If I don't bring him to the library every week, there's like real words that need to be had. (laughs) The library's been part of her life too. We moved to Seattle when I was in high school, and I remember going to the West Seattle branch at night when my mom was working and doing my homework there because it was warm and safe, and I felt more comfortable there than at home alone. But in more recent years, a medical bill set her family back, so much so she could not afford to pay overdue fines at her local library. How much were your late fees at that time? It was $60, and it was at a time when I was experiencing pretty abrupt poverty where, like, I had been doing okay, and then all of a sudden, you know, no safety net and, you know, couldn't afford food. The Seattle Public Library says late fees have kept tens of thousands of patrons away.
2: We saw that the places with the lowest incomes in Seattle were the places with the highest number of blocked accounts based on late fines.
1: But today, the library's leaders and city's mayor announced no more late fees. And if they can't be welcome in our libraries, where would they be welcome? So today is a huge step
2: forward. Today, 51,000 patrons whose accounts were suspended because they owed too much in overdue fines can now return to our library system.
1: Numbers show over the years that more and more are using Seattle's libraries, with upwards of 560,000 accounts at last check. And today, Tara is glad to be counted among them. It's something I almost forgot. Like, I got so used to not having a library account, and to feel welcomed back is so empowering. Yeah, you know, uh, this is going to work starting today. That if a book is not returned within 14 days after it's due, the patron's account will be suspended until okay. the item's returned, but no late fees. And all this is possible because back in August, voters right. said yes to this $219 million library levy. And that means that you've got this plus some extended hours at the library. So it's smart. Yeah.
3: And you know, it's a big announcement when they're going to bring in a PA and a microphone into a library
1: where you're supposed where you're to be quiet. To. No, but yeah. was a big Yeah, that's it cool. Was, it cool was. move.
0: Thanks. All right, uh, hey. All right, gang. So now it's very important here, okay? Very important. So remember, Brian Kolb is about that uh drive safely this holiday season. That and Brian Kolb told us that on December twenty fourth. It's January third, right now. And um Brian Kolb is uh stepping down as a New York Assembly GOP leader after something went wrong. <laughs> Let's take a look. When you're white on white crime is a crime on your sitting elf. Um, so the New York Assembly Minority Leader Brian Kolb said Friday that he will resign his leadership post uh, with Republicans after he was charged with a DWI on New Year's Eve so brian kolb republican of um okay let's pronounce this kanan bam nailed it and said in a statement that he will seek professional help while continuing to serve his ninth term in the assembly brian kolb is 67 he is elder and crashed a state-owned vehicular into a ditch in front of his home on December 31st like a motherfucker, according to the Ontario County Sheriff's Office. Verbatim, they said the like a motherfucker part, as do all the white women that tune into this program. Still interesting that that is a fact. All right, uh, <clears throat> So, he was charged with a misdemeanor, driving while intoxicated, and making an unsafe turn. Really? You don't say. He made an unsafe turn. Because as far as I'm concerned, safe turns are how you end up in ditches. Because ditches, you know, it's a cozy little spot. You go there, you kick it, you light one up, you have a good time. The Yates County District Attorney, Todd Casella, has been asked to serve as a special prosecutor for Kolb's court case. Only one assembly Republican had publicly called for Brian Kolb to resign his leadership post. And this is a quote from Kieran Laylor. And Kieran said, That hasn't, that he hasn't done so already is a disgrace. End quote. And uh, that was in a tweet that they tweeted on the Twitter. Other Assembly GOP leaders, including Assembly Assemblyman Will Barclay, Republican of Pulaski, uh, said they would uh, reserve judgment on Brian Kolb until he addresses the conference at the start of the 2020 session on January 8th. Now, here is a... Um, A statement from Brian Kolb. As a leader of the Assembly Minority Conference, I have always tried to put the needs and best interests of our conference ahead of my own. That is why I have decided to step down as minority leader. I have a profound respect for each and every one of my colleagues and sincerely admit their their daily efforts on behalf of constituents and communities in every corner of the state but I will not allow my own personal challenges to distract from the goals, message, and mission of the Assembly Minority Conference. With a new year and a new legislative session ahead, the work of our conference cannot be undermined or deterred in any way. I will forever be grateful as all hell for the confidence my colleagues have placed in me for the past 10 years, but in my heart, I know that this is the right time for a new leader to step in and advance an agenda that benefits all New Yorkers. The events of December 31st are ones I will always deeply regret. And I especially regret when something goes wrong with the podcast and I got to stop and edit right in the fucking middle of shit. <laughs> that uh, something went wrong, folks. And um, uh, Homie continues and says... um. Uh, the events that so though deeply regret on a personal level, I have begun the process of seeking professional help in order to heal and learn and fully address the challenges that I, along with my family, currently face. And what else is going on with the libraries? Yes, committed a white on white crime against himself. 67 years old, a 67 year old cis assumed hetero white man. I don't think much change is coming. It's one of those, I'm sorry because I got caught, in the worst way. All right, let's get the heck on from around here.
2: Let's move it forward, folks. I'm grateful you have joined us here today to celebrate a new chapter in the Seattle Public Library's history. Today is the first day that your library will no longer charge daily overdue fines for late materials. We're also erasing all overdue fines for library patrons. This change, if you can forgive the pun, is long overdue.
1: Can't forgive it. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. <laughs>
2: I know on the surface this seems radical. After all, overdue fines are something we've always associated with libraries. Fines ensure materials are returned and teach responsibility, right? As it turns out, research shows just the opposite of what we think. Thanks to a national trend of libraries abolishing fines, we know that fines have little impact on the timely return of materials. We also know that fines disproportionately impact children and community members with the least ability to pay. In short, late fines have no place in a library that's committed to universal access to information and ideas. We're able to start this new chapter because last August, Seattle voters overwhelmingly approved a library levy package that funded the elimination of overdue fines as well as other elements that will increase library access. So first, thank you goes to Seattle residents and library patrons. We've been on a multi-year journey to turn the page forward on overdue fines. In 2016, a study we completed on fines and fees made several recommendations to reduce inequities in our library system. The biggest recommendation was to eliminate overdue fines. What's the impact of this change? Today, 51,000 patrons whose accounts were suspended because they owed too much in overdue fines can now return to our library system. We hope thousands of Seattle residents who may have avoided the library will rediscover their city's world-renowned library system and all that it has to offer. To those who are worried about whether they'll have to wait longer for for items, let me reassure you. Library systems have done this and have seen no impact to uh, return rates for their systems. And yes, there'll still be rules. We'll still take away borrowing privileges if a patron keeps an item out too long. And we'll still charge replacement fees for lost or damaged items to ensure our collections stay strong. But we're taking away the shame, the blame, and the stress. If you're a little bit late in returning that book, that's okay. We want you to come back. And limiting overdue fines is just the beginning. Starting this weekend, every neighborhood branch will open one hour earlier on Sunday. Later this year, some of the busiest branches in neighborhoods that will benefit most from library resources will have more hours on nights and weekends. This means Seattle can enjoy nearly 10,000 additional open hours each year across the life of the levy.
1: All right, welcome back. Joining me right now is Marcellus Turner. You are the Executive Director and Chief Librarian for Seattle Public Library. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. I, I want to first start with this because this is uh, pretty interesting to me. You've had a long career very <laughs> when long. it comes to the library. <laughs> very long. How did you get your start and having an interest in, in the library? Sure.
3: So my career is an unpaid career. It started out very early in the fourth grade uh, in my elementary school. Uh, the students were required to work in one of the offices and I got the library. So ever since then, I've been working in libraries in some form or fashion. And at that time, it was, life was a lot more simple. I was stamping books and making snowflakes and leaves for the bulletin board. But now it's a little bit more.
1: <laughs> yeah. N- now you're running a, a very big library. But along the way, you worked in Tacoma, right?
3: I did. I did. I had an academic background. But uh, most recently, I've been in public libraries. And so I was in Tacoma. But I was also in Colorado at Columbine. So that was my library as well. Wow.
1: I know we just passed a levy, and Mm -hmm. we want to talk about this. First off, um, what does this mean? With the levy passing, what does that mean for Seattle Public Libraries?
3: The levy means that we can continue the great library service program that we've been delivering for the last seven years. It allows us to continue without a hitch. Everything goes seamlessly. But it means that you have the same things that you had before, but also some additional hours. We'll get a chance to address some seismic retrofits and just make life easier for everyone.
1: You know what are you hearing from the community? Because I know that uh, there, I hear people say, "Well, you know, there's e-books, there's Kindles. I can just. Do I still need my library? What are you finding?" Is is Kindle kind of cutting in to the library business or are you still seeing a lot of people using their public libraries? So
3: what I would say is that uh, with that most recent levy 76% of the people said they still believe in libraries and so that's the first thing Eww. I heard. But they are using libraries. People come in our doors every day across the system. We had about 11 million visitors and circulated about 11 million items that's both print and electronic. So they are still using us.
1: What are some services <clears throat> do you think people may not know about, they're not taking oh, advantage gosh. of?
3: things that they don't know about. We have some really great things going on, some for children. Uh, Some of the great programs that we're doing for adults, first of all, I would say, is that we try to serve uh, social justice. So we do have a uh, social worker on staff. And so a lot of people don't know that. But when a patron comes in and they're dealing with some of the basic life needs in addition to trying to find information, we have staff members who are available to do that. So uh, that's the first thing that I think is very important. But we also have a great program of service called Your Next Five. And so in case you are reading a book and you just love this type of genre, mystery, or whatever it is, and you don't know what to read next, we have a staff that tells you the next five books that you might want to read. So that's something a lot of people don't know about.
1: So it, they have some great tips right there. Your next yeah. spot, visit the library, ask a librarian, because they'll yes. answer your questions. And thank you, Marcel's turn oh, for it's taking some pleasure. time and chatting with us. Thank you.
0: With the Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky
1: just about anywhere.